Welcome to the Everyday Conversion Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Sievercrop, and I am just like you. I'm busy with work, family, kids, church, and a million other responsibilities. And honestly, some days I miss my personal scripture study and prayers. And some days we as a family miss our scripture study and prayer. But I'm trying. So if you're not perfect in living the restored gospel of Jesus Christ, but you're trying, well, get along great, and this is the place for you. Five days a week, I'll share a brief episode, often based on the Come Follow Me curriculum for that week, that I'm using to have daily conversations with my kids, whether we're on our way to school or on our way home or if it's real quick before dinner. And you're welcome to use them to do the same with your family or your personal study. Just know that the views and opinions I share are mine alone and do not represent the official doctrine and viewpoint of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now let's jump right in with today's episode. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different because I'm not going to talk about Come Follow Me. And the reason is I had an experience this weekend and I have since felt very strongly that it's an experience I should share with you and share some of the things that I thought about around it. So that's what I'm going to do today. So let me tell you about the experience. Uh, my my family and I were out of town this weekend um, for my daughter's horse show. And we actually had some friends that had moved from our town that, that lived in the town that we were in. So we had decided to go to church with them. And so we go to church. This is fair. I mean, it's, it's, it's not like it only happened because we were out of town, but we were out of town. And my two-year-old, or almost two years old, uh, two in a couple months, Karsten, does not like sitting still, like at all. And so church is tough. Sacrament meeting is tough. And all he wanted to do was walk around and crawl and throw a fit if he had to sit for any amount of time. So I ended up taking him out into the hallway very shortly after church started. I don't even know if we got through the opening hymn. And so we stood out in the hall and I held him. And I didn't let him down because I told him, If you're not going to sit in church or, you know, I mean, we don't mind if he plays, obviously, you don't expect him to just sit on the pew, but, um, you know, quietly play, not be loud, not, you know, throw fits and all that kind of stuff, then I'm going to hold you. So I held him through all, through about eh, probably 60 to 70% of sacrament meeting. Then my wife came out and she took him for the rest of the time so that I could sit. And I started thinking, I've had friends um, that I've talked to that have since quit going to church. And one of the reasons was they had to, they had, they had young children. And the reason that I was told by this friend of mine was they quit coming because they weren't getting anything out of church anyways. And it was just hard. And I'll be honest, I, I've never had the thought that I'm going to quit coming to church because my kids are hard. But I also on Sunday had the thought, I can understand why people feel that way. Because I literally heard nothing at all while I was in the hallway. I heard nothing. I got nothing out of church. Um, I got to partake of the sacrament, which is the most important thing, like we talked about uh, last Friday um, in episode, what episode was that? Episode 53, uh, everydayconversion.com forward slash 053. So I got to take the sacrament. That was great, but I didn't hear anything. I was not spiritually uplifted by any of the things that were said because I couldn't hear them because my son was screaming and I was fighting with him the whole time. 
And what I felt like I needed to say was that if you are in that, that situation, don't give up. Don't give up. Please don't give up. I know it's hard. I totally understand. I mean, one of the biggest challenges, I think, is going to church with young children because it is hard for them. And they are sometimes wild and crazy and loud and they throw fits and you don't get anything out of church and you spend all of second hour walking the halls because they can't. They're, you know, they're too young for nursery or they're throwing a fit or whatever's going on and you don't feel like you get anything out of church, but please don't give up. You know, as I was thinking about this, I thought of the scripture and Doctrine and Covenants, which is talking about building the church, but I think it also applies very well to our job as parents. Section 64 of Doctrine and Covenants, where the Lord says, Wherefore, be not weary in well-doing, for ye are laying the foundation of a great work, and out of small things proceedeth that which is great. Behold, the Lord requireth the heart and a willing mind, and the willing and obedient shall eat of eat the good of the land of Zion in these last days. And that really stuck out to me as a, you know, it just came to my mind as I was getting ready to share this with you. Just this idea of be not weary in well-doing. It's so easy to get weary. It's so easy to get worn out trying to, to get something out of church, trying to get something out of family scripture study or family prayer when nobody seems to be paying attention, when nobody cares, when everybody's talking or, you know, you know, bugging their brother and sister. But it's important for us to remember that we are laying the foundation of a great work in our children's lives. You know, the things that we're teaching them when we think they aren't listening will stick with them forever. And that was something I needed to hear. Like I said, I, I hadn't, I, I have no intentions of stopping going to church because my son's wild and crazy and makes it difficult. But I understand, I have sympathy for those who do struggle and, and for whatever reason, don't feel like they can continue going. And I just, if that's you, if you had a rough week this last Sunday, I want you to hear this. I want you to hear that you are laying the foundation of a great work, that the things that you do each week, each week do not go unnoticed by your father in heaven, but also by your kids. You know, regardless of whether you get anything out of church or not, you're teaching your children that church is important. And by golly, we're going to be there, even if it means that I have to stand out in the hallway with you because you're throwing a fit. We're still going to be there because it's important and we're there to partake of the sacrament. And it also made me think of one of my favorite talks, uh, really of all time, it's by Elder Holland, and it's called A Prayer for the Children. And the talk isn't about that specifically, but there are there are points that apply to it. So Elder Holland's talking about people, parents who, um, because they want to be intellectually, um, I guess, relevant or up-to-date, they, they want to let their children decide for themselves. But I think it applies just as easily to us as parents when we're, when our kids are tough, when they're hard, when they make it difficult to go to church or they make it difficult to, to do scripture study or prayer or family home evening or whatever it is. And so there's a couple quotes that I want to share with you. He says, no child in this church should be left with uncertainty about his or her parents' devotion to the Lord Jesus Christ, the restoration of his church, and the reality of living prophets and apostles 
who now, as in earlier days, lead that church according to the will of the Lord, the mind of the Lord, the word of the Lord, and the power of God unto salvation. And when we go and we do those things, both at home and at church, regardless of how they f- how they feel, at the, how you feel at the time, regardless of whether they seem like they're listening, regardless of, let's be honest, them making it a living hell for us as parents sometimes, they need to know that that's important. They need to know that we value it that much. And then uh, a couple other things that I wanted to share. I, I love this for, I love this comment. This is one of my favorite quotes from this talk. He says, live the gospel as conspicuously as you can. Keep the covenants your children know you have made. Give priesthood blessings and bear your testimony. Don't just assume your children will somehow get the drift of your beliefs on their own. And then he goes on to say, might we ask ourselves what our children know from us personally? Do our children know that we love the scriptures? Do they see us reading them and marking them and clinging to them in daily life? Have our children ever unexpectedly opened a closed door and found us on our knees in prayer? Have they heard us not only pray with them, but also pray for them out of nothing more than sheer parental love? Do our children know we believe in fasting as something more than an obligatory first Sunday of the month hardship? Do they know that we have fasted for them and for their future on days about which they knew nothing? Do they know we love being in the temple, not least because it it provides a bond to them that neither death nor the legions of hell can break? Do they know we love and sustain local and general leaders, imperfect as they are for their willingness to accept callings they did not seek in order to preserve a standard of righteousness they did not create? Do those children know that we love God with all our heart and that we love to see the face and fall at the we long to see the feet face and fall at the feet of his only begotten son? I pray that they know this. And you know, in everything that we do, we're teaching our kids that, even on the days that it's hard. And so again, my encouragement to you is don't give up. Don't be weary in well-doing. Don't forget that you are laying the foundation of a great work in your children's lives, even on the days, and maybe most especially on the days that it's really hard, whether that's at church, whether that's family home evening, family scripture study, family prayer, um, you know, whatever it is, those are the times that we're laying the foundation the foundation is most especially important on the times that it's hard because it's in their lives, in the future, in the times that are hard, that that foundation will be most important. And they will remember that you took the time to build that foundation, to strengthen that foundation when it wasn't easy. So I hope that helps. I hope, I hope that, I feel like that was for somebody. And maybe it was just for me. Maybe it was just something I needed to, uh, to put into words for myself. But I hope it's beneficial to you as well. And we will see you in the next episode. All right, that's it for today. Now, I know, I know you want to hang out with me longer, but we both have a ton of things to do today, including living the gospel and trying to be like Jesus. Cue primary children singing. I'm trying to. Jesus
But hey, if you want to get the links to everything we talked about today, you can find it on the episodes page of everydayconversion.com. You can also do cool stuff like subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast listening platform, sign up for email notifications of new episodes, and connect with us on social media there. It's kind of like a virtual church library without the militant librarians or a piece of paper to sign out your three tiny pieces of chalk for your lesson. Also, just remember, I do my best to make sure my opinions are in line with official church doctrine, but they are just that. They're my opinions. For official doctrine and viewpoints, I recommend you go to churchofjesuschrist.org or comeuntochrist.org.